Well, the applicants, they are saying that uh, the 2015 conference was uh, held prematurely. They are saying that uh, in terms of the ANC constitution, the conference must, must be convened in four years, in fact, in, in four years period. So now they are saying that the conference was, was held prematurely because it was only about, uh, the conference was supposed to be held again on the, uh, in, in May uh, 2016, and while the conference, uh, the 2016 conference was only held uh, in, in, in November. Another, another allegation that they are leveling against the ANC leadership was that um, uh, after the conference, the, a number of, of branches lodged complaints to the NEC of the ANC and the President Jacob Zuma came to the, to the province to attend to those problems and listen to the, to the branches. Now the, the, the legal team for the, for the, the applicants, they are saying that uh, uh, President Zuma promised the, the applicants and, and, the, and the branches that have lodged the complaints that uh, he was going to respond, you know, the NEC was going to respond to them in five days. Now they're saying, they're saying that uh, after the period, after five days, President Zuma did not come back to them until that uh, they have now taken a, 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 a route to go back to, to, to go to court uh, uh, to try and for the court to nullify the outcome of the conference. Mm. So, who was present today at the hearing? Well, uh, the ANC leadership, the entire almost the entire leadership of the ANC was Natal, uh, led by Silas Galala, the, the chairperson of the province. And also the five uh, uh, applicants were also in court. Uh, we've seen also the members of the ANC, those supporting uh, the current leadership and those supporting those uh, five uh, uh, ANC members who have taken to court. They were also in court. I ask this because we've uh, seen... Uh articles and even reports attributed to uh, the former National Police Commissioner saying that he supports those going to court and uh, he's ashamed of some of the recent events. Was he perhaps in court today? He was not in court, but he's, uh, he, he, uh, what happened is that uh, during the weekend visited one of the areas in Durban where he addressed ANC members in that time in, in, in Umlazi Township where he is alleged to have said that uh, his concern or his, the NEC is no longer functioning, the ANC NEC is no longer functioning, and also uh, accused some in the ANC in the NEC of uh, using the, the, the ANC as, the, the, as their own material or the, their own family uh, sort of thing. So let's talk about uh, obviously what's going on in court today and how long that process will take and Obviously, there's a timeline which is very crucial uh, in the lead-up to the December elections. What, what's going to happen now, or to, if I get you correctly, what's going to happen? This, this case is going to take three days from today until Friday. And we are, we are hoping that today it was the, the deliberations were started by the ANC or the applicants, which two branches to the... Uh, which, uh, Maybe the maybe the other uh, maybe the way which uh, address the court, the, the court, and later on it was the, the defendant who also uh, made the representation and saying that uh, also challenging the the authority, the authority of the five uh, applicants, saying that uh, they are just individuals; they are not uh, actually representing branches because the branch of the ANC or the BEC of the ANC constitute about 10, uh, 10, 10 members who are. Uh, who are elected by the branch, who are who have got the chairperson, deputy chairperson, and to, and to the last uh, additional member. 
Fusima Kosini is our reporter who is inside the court. We now on the line to our reporter, Nongkule Gushlope, who's been monitoring events outside of the courthouse. Nongkule what was the uh, atmosphere like for those who were outside of the court? Um, the mood during the whole day remained electrifying. Um, you'd swear that both groups, uh, those supporting the ANC provincial leadership and those who were supporting the applicants in court, both, uh, they, they brought uh, their best uh, song leaders because like uh, from 9 a.m., both the groups were trying to outshine each other, singing struggling songs. But from the messages coming from the songs, you could hear uh, which group is supporting who. Mm. And what is their sentiment about this court case currently underway? Um, what is their impression of what is going on and hopefully will happen? Um, for the group that is supporting the current leadership of the ANC, um, you know, they remain mum. Um, they were saying that only their leaders will be speaking on their behalf. However, they were carrying placards with messages saying that hands off uh, their elected uh, leadership and also their songs were giving us messages. Whereas when you go to the group that is supporting the applicants, they are firm saying that, um, you know, the build-up to the elective conference had uh, so many shortcomings. They've written so many letters to literally house without getting uh, the attention of the, the ANC and NEC, um, you know, in resolving those issues. Um, and they are saying that they are fully behind um, in the, their leaders like uh, the former Premier of Guadalajara, Senzo Mutono. And uh, was there any other comment other than what we've said now, just in terms of what people believe is the motive behind the court case? Um, you know, for the ANC Secretary Supazuma, um, he from the onset said, um, you know, he believes this case should not have been brought to court because the ANC um, should have resolved its infightings within the internal structures. And he even said that, um, you know, the applicants are only representing uh, 29 branches of the uh, of the province. However, you know, those were dismissed by the spokesperson of um, the applicants, Cindy uh, from Shengu, who said. They are representing more than 200 uh, branches. You could hear at both sides, they are very confident that the case they have brought in court um, is strong. However, um, they are trying to uh, you know, exchange words uh, via the media. That is our reporter, Nongule Gushlope, who was monitoring events outside of the courthouse at the Peter Maritzburg High Court today. Tell us what this means in the greater scheme of things, uh, the court battle uh, between the provincial parties of the ANC in KwaZulu Natal. A very good evening to you, Mr. Maltala, and thank you so much for speaking to us. You're welcome. Now, we've heard various um, people who are affiliated to one faction or the other speaking out about this. I did mention, as I was speaking to our reporter earlier on, reports by the former police commissioner, Peggy Kele, and uh, obviously there are those who are saying it's it's a... It, a bid to try and usurp power from the current leadership and it's going to fail. What are your impressions? I think what this shows is that what was once a blue eye reaching for the ANC is torn apart. And um, and in the ANC in, 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 in 2010 when they met at the NGC in they took, I think, which I regard as a wise decision to say political matters should, cannot be sorted out in court that are within political parties. So I think we have, it's said for the organization that it's so divided 
all along the lines of, of power. And the ultimate outcome of this whole thing is that there is no, it's not going to be any winner. It's going to, the only loser, the only casualty is going to be the unity of the, of the organization, the ANC, which solely and desperately needs unity these days. Mm. But for those who have taken the matter to court, the applicants say, well, it's very unfortunate that the matter has to end up in court, but it has to because somebody has to uh, rewrite what they see as wrongs that have been done because those who are uh, in another faction are unwilling to remedy what they see is a major wrongdoing on their part. Basically what they are saying then that the the, the, the top structure of the ANC in this, in this, um, in this crisis seems to be uh, taking sides with the current leadership. I think that's what makes them, because I think they were, assumed, they were expecting that maybe the president of the ANC would actually play a, a father-seeker a father role here and decided to, to, to mediate between the two factions and bring them together. They, this has not happened. So going to court is seen as a a last sign of desperation. So what does it strategically mean for the outcome in terms of uh, the branches that will qualify to go to the ANC's elective conference and the balance of power amongst those factions? I can foresee two scenarios. One could be that they will go to, to the conference as a divided group, unlike two what we saw in, in year 2007 when they, when they went to Polobani. Uh, that's, that's one scenario. The other one, of course, which is a bit ugly, I hope they don't start now purging members, even, in, in, even violently, purging members that don't side, which either side, uh, uh, going to the conference to choose, to choose leaders. I hope that doesn't happen. Now, we've seen other political killings in the province, and it's been mainly those at municipal level. Uh, while there's been no link to this current contestation, uh, you say you hope and uh, you fear that it may spill over into that type of violence. Are they in, in, in any way interlinked to these fissures? I think indirectly, yes. I think it will come, it will come to that if, it, if you are not there yet. Because I think the politics of the stomach is the engine behind all of this. In other words, the fight for positions. Whoever, whoever wins, it, it will bring in, in, in its own slate of, of supporters to take over key government positions. So it's the politics of the stomach that is, that is the ultimate uh, motive behind this, all of this. Thank you so much for speaking to us, sharing your um, insights, Protest Mahlala. He is a political analyst.